Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, y'all. Seven Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by Sports Drink. Detroit got both hard knocks and the 2024 NFL Draft. Sure feels like April in the D. It is I, Rob Paul, a.k.a. the host who doesn't trust time or countdowns enough to truly believe the NFL draft is just a month away. And with me is AJ, the Pagulas did it, Marchese. Oh, taxpayer money well spent, Rob. Today we'll continue our 2022 NFL draft position rankings with the tight ends. Let's hit it. Going out to Vegas, gonna set my draft, gonna set my draft. On fire. Seven. 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 Seven rounds in heaven with my lady. Driving out to Vegas, baby. Looking for a Stingley or Thibodeau. Who's gonna bat it on draft day? Who's gonna wager future picks away? Who's gonna reach for a blue blood lineman? The home team. Let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go seven rounds forever. And that's a song. Tons of people take a multivitamin. And it's important to choose one that is top quality. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day right. This special blend of ingredients helps to support gut health, the nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It's lifestyle-friendly, adapting to a wide range of diets, It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no chemicals or artificial anything. Plus, it costs less than $3 per day. It's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially during cold and flu season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash sports drink. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash sports drink to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. And we're also brought to you by ColorCast. ColorCast is a live audio-only sports talk platform that's free to download and to use talk to other fans athletes and insiders in real time it's perfect for watch parties debates post-game breakdowns and reacting to breaking news share your own experiences on the app 
All you need to do is download the ColorCast app free in the iOS App Store, create a profile, link your Twitter, and join. Be notified when rooms go live and come with your spiciest takes. On we go to the tight ends. A often under talked about position, AJ. Not mm. today though. No. We're devoting a whole show to it. They deserve honestly, they deserve a, like a bunch of shows. You want to do more? No. <laughs> uh okay. The, the the tight end group uh I think pretty clearly consensus is lacks a slam dunk. This guy's got pro bowl potential. Mm-hmm. Lack, lacks a slam dunk top 50 pick in my like I don't think there's a that I'm not not saying someone won't end up going top 50 but I don't think there's a top 50 prospect <laughs> in the position group agreed but it's a deep group um a lot of tight end twos hopefully yeah like I I think you'll you'll end up with potentially, potentially double digit guys who play 10 years in the league but none of them necessarily are pro bowl type players mm-hmm it's a lot of guys who are going to be, I, I can see them being productive, but more as in, in a platooned type of system. Yeah, like there's a couple guys that, that can be used like, you know, in, in specific situations or, you know, have, have really interesting elements to their game, but their games aren't all together. Um, the class as a whole is like not terrible blockers, but like I don't find like anyone really outstanding either. There's not like a there's not like a guy that you're like this is the Nick Boyle of the group uh, a guy who's gonna <laughs> yeah. be like this guy's gonna play twelve years and be the best blocking th- yeah there's not there's not a dominant blocker there's a lot of guys who are functional blockers mm-hmm. and, and good enough blockers um, there's not a lot of bad blockers no but there's there no there's no great blocker yeah um over the last five drafts we have all, all, all five have had double digit tight ends drafted so last year we had 11 2020 we had 12 2019 we had 16 2018 and 2017 there was 14 apiece it's a deep group but i do think that like i have a hard time seeing maybe more than 12 13 guys going yeah i have 14 draftable grades uh, okay I, I only have 12 okay and there's a couple other guys that i don't have dra- i think that's a, 12 to 14 i think is like the the, the number there's a couple of guys I have like priority free agent grades on that I think are quite interesting though, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like guys who I think will play in the NFL and will make a roster. But, um, yeah, it's. Do you think at, at the end of the day, do you think we have a tight end go top fifty, or top, or even in the second round? Probably. I don't. I don't have a second round grade on any of these guys. Uh, Me neither. I have two third round grades. My top two guys, and that's that's it. A lot of guys in the fifth. Thirds. A lot of guys in the fifth round for me. So are you saying like fifth round like ten tight ends go? Is that what you're thinking? <laughs> I think I got like so when the run begins four or five or six guys in the fifth round. Yeah, so that's what that's the run. F- fifth round's a sweet spot to get a tight end too. It is in general, it is big time. The fifth, the fifth round, the tight end round. Um, yeah, okay, let's 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 get into it then, and, and we'll start with the highest floor tight end in this group. And, and I think there's a lot of high floors in general in this group, but. Mm-hmm. Is there any any one guy who who you really think will probably, at minimum, cut out a long term career as a tight end too? Yeah, and I think that's a good way of putting it for uh for Trey McBride, who's my uh, highest floor guy. Okay, he is my best bet. 
I I went a little I went a little uh, not dark horsey at all, but also I'll say my best bet. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, you told me not to read the athletic article profiling him and his family. Uh, I did. I got suckered in, and I want to be a McBride now. So, uh, but no, like he just has that makeup to play a long time, man. Like, yeah, he's team captain. He he was the best player on his team. Um, <clears throat> and then like just you know pure skill set. Like he's, he's a high effort blocker. You know, like, he, he can do everything well. He's got the big hands, the, the strong and the secure. He's, like, got that savvy to find that space. You know what I mean? Like, in, in run and catch, or, or catch after the run. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, does a, does a good job with ball in hand. Yeah. Really physical with ball in hand. Yeah. Like you said, effort blocker. I don't think he's a great blocker, but but it's enough. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what stopped, like, uh, I mean, with him, we have seen, like, top 40 type projection. Yeah, I think that's crazy the, talk. But. Yeah, he he. I think will be a, a solid starting tight end in the league for a while, and, and that's why I think he's a good choice for highest floor or best bet. Mm-hmm. But I do think his, his overall ceiling is kind of a little lower than some of the other guys. Think yeah, because he 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 isn't a a, a dominant athlete. He's not do he doesn't do a ton a ton more than twelve yards down the field. Like Colorado State did a really good job because he was the best player scheming him touches. Yeah. Um. But he also does have terrific hands. He has he has a uh, I, I thought it was underrated body control too, and ability mm-hmm. to kind of win contested because he's not he's not huge like he's six four two forty six like he's yeah. a solid build, but he's, he's not massive. He's a, yeah, he's well built, but he's not actually that big. Um, yeah, and, and with with him, you get a guy who who's played in line because some of the tight ends in this class don't play much in line. Yeah. He's played a lot in line. He plays a lot of H back too. Yeah. And, and I think see he's a good example of the what I was saying earlier, but like a lot of guys who can platoon. I think he would be when I was watching him. My my takeaway was like he'd be really fun on Miami, where Gasecki's really just a big slot receiver, mm-hmm. and they need more of a true tight end who who can kind of move around and, and be Long. that. You know what? You're right. I forgot they drafted him in the third know, round. Right? Good, good call, Miami. Um, but like, yeah, where he he, I don't think is going to stretch the field yeah. or dominate down the seam or anything, but he can do a good job in, in the short to intermediate passing game and, and play on rundowns as a blocker in line. Yeah, I think like he's got a lot of savvy in his routes. Like he's just got that that feel for space, distance himself from the defenders in zone. Uh, like his, his his route snap is nice. Like it's just like the little things he does well, and the effort and the makeup. And I appreciate that. Like every time they needed a big play from him, like he lined up in line mainly, like you said, in H back. But when they needed a big play, it, he was in the slot or like out wide, and they just were, they were going to him. Like on the you know fourth and yeah. short, third and short, like the goal line situations. Um, although no one touchdown this year, which is a little funky from a from a Mackey Award winner, but. Regardless, yeah. Oh, uh, you think he didn't? He shouldn't have won the Mackey, is what you're here to tell us. Great moment, athletic article, but I don't know. Um, I I went a different direction. I just went with Jeremy Ruckert. I think Jeremy Ruckert's the the most complete blocker in the group. Um, I I don't like. I don't think he's a top 100 type of player, yeah. but I think he's he's gonna be a, a solid number two tight end. He's got enough athleticism uh to be productive in the passing game solid hands i think he's an underrated route runner too like he played all over at ohio state yeah, he's got that, uh, that, that i think you saw it a lot of the senior bowl where like, he's really physical at the top of the road and he's got that like nice snap too yeah um and obviously less production because ohio state didn't use him yeah. a ton in that way um 
but he just to me he was very very well rounded. I have a hard hard time finding anything he's really struggles with. Like, but he's also not. He doesn't have an elite trait. He doesn't have mm-hmm. any specific part of his game that he's amazing at. But the blocking, um, and I don't again. I don't think he's like a dominant blocker. I just think he is a combination of technically sound and uh, physical and um, willing. And yeah. I the, the two things I know I agree with you. The two things I think sometimes he'll drop his head, and sometimes he's a little off balance. But other than that, it's like yeah, he's got that like thump. Like he plays with the whistle sometimes, uh, and he's, he's willing as hell. And he's got the strength to hold up, which a lot of these guys are willing, but like don't have the strength plus like you can add i think you can add yeah you can add weight to that frame yeah yeah no i agree i agree but yeah like Like, he he had that like nice one-hand stab catch against penn state and he had like that nice contact balance after that because i think like if you look at it you know he's he's probably not the greatest athlete like there's not explosion in this game and he's not offering like big time yak but you do have like a little bit of glimpses and like you said the the opportunities just weren't dense there at Ohio state because of everything else around him yeah like twenty years ago, I think he he'd be like what you look for in a starting NFL tight end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pretty much, he's a good player. I also don't have a top one hundred grade on him, but I, I think he's a good football player. High ceiling. Uh, I went with Greg Dulcich for this one. Yeah, to to me, I I think highest floor was between McBride and Ruckert, and highest ceiling was between Dulcich and the guy I picked. Um, what led you to pick Dulcich? I just think like like you put the production down compared to these other some of these other guys I think do have high ceilings and low floors but like he's kind of the safer bet, um, you know like the hands are really good like he flashes some like really strong like light hands, catch away from body and then like the athleticism like yeah the the the, the numbers check the boss the boxes um, and you watch them on tape and it's good, uh, the yak comes into that too, uh, the routes are pretty clean like you know what I mean like lots of like. Smooth right runner, yeah. Yeah, and like that, that instant snap back to the quarterback. And then he can get vertical, which I think is, is the big he, part here. He, he to me, is the only tight end really in the class who can truly stretch the field. Yeah. Um, both both in terms of his athletic makeup and in terms of you saw him do it on tape at UCLA. Yeah, and he can track that ball really well. Like, there's plenty of deep over-the-shoulder grabs on his tape. Um and then the only knock is like he's not a very good blocker. Like, yeah, he's he's more in that like that going back to the tight end two thing. Whereas I'm 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 seeing ruck or a two tight end thing. I'm seeing McBride as more of the inline guy. Dulcich is more of that complimentary guy. You line him yeah. up as a jumbo slot. You line him up at H back. You're not asking him to do a ton in line. You're not asking him to be a lead blocker type. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you pair him with the Nick Boyles of the world. It opens up a lot for his his mismatch ability with the size and athleticism. Yeah, exactly. That's well put. Um, my mine mine Jelani Woods. Uh, Jelani Woods has quick quickly become one of my favorite players in the entire draft. Uh, former wide well actually was at Oklahoma State like originally high school quarterback, became a wide receiver at uh, Oklahoma State. Was technically like a tight end, kind of, but they just don't use tight end, so he's really just a jumbo receiver there. Never had a ton, a ton of production. Transferred to Virginia, the transfer you for tight ends. Super productive this year. 6'7, 250, awesome size. Throw on the tape. He just dominates down the seam. He dominates after the catch. Great hands. Then he just goes and is a freakish athlete. Mm-hmm. Got a 10 RAS, baby. Um, he he's a he's just a freak show. 
like that that type of height weight speed ability is so rare and i just think it, it might take some time yeah but but if if he goes with a top 120 pick to a team that isn't needing him to do a ton right away and like kind of develops him he's not a great blocker he doesn't have a ton of experience there coming from oklahoma state yeah. but he's got the frame and the willingness that i think he can become a very competent blocker um he's more of a kind of like he shields yeah off it, it, if you yeah, know what i mean definitely. rather than kind of gets his hands on a guy yeah, his hands wrestle. are really bad um, and like yeah yeah but yeah, I mean, like the the athleticism is so rare, and then just seeing what he can do after the catch too. On top of that, I, I think there is so much potential for him to become. He he's the one tight end in this class I think does have major upside to potentially maybe make a Pro Bowl at some point. AJ, I'm very high on Jelani Woods. I love Jelani Woods too. He okay. So using the term best bet in terms of bang for the buck and get him in the fourth round or wherever you, you see him going uh he's my best bet because i'm willing to put the money down there and uh i think he's, he's gonna pay the most dividends um i think you hit the nail on the head like he's just so big and physical after the catch he's so damn dangerous down the scene with that with that size of length and the speed and i the one thing i will say i think he blocks pretty well in space but yeah i guess in that in that situation you just gotta use that length and the size and and uh he, he get also in front of guys yeah for for a bigger tight end too like he like I said, he played by receiver Oklahoma State. Like he he's used to playing in the slot. He played X at times too. Like getting to see him move around is really fun. Mm-hmm. Get him to a creative offensive coordinator, and then on, on top of maybe in a situation where he doesn't need to be like a go to option, and you can kind of ease him into it because everything is there for him to be so so good in the league. Yeah, no, I, I totally totally agree. But yeah, it's it's going to take a while with Woods. It's it's going to be all about the landing spot, I think. Yeah, definitely. Um, value pick. So we're talking what? Are we? Are we? T- we're, we're talking with this group probably a day three guy who you think has the tools to become maybe a high end tight end two, maybe a low end tight end one. Yeah. So I wasn't sure exactly how to do value pick sleeper and deep sleeper because it's a little tricky in this class. Uh, value pick, I like my pick, but for sleeper and deep sleeper, let me know if I'm not deep enough. I'll, I'll audible. Um, okay. Value pick, yeah. So I'm going to go with a, a guy who is in my top 10, but yeah, I got him in that, that day three range. Uh, I like a lot. Uh, another testing dar- darling. I, I went with uh, Chego Conquo from Maryland. Okay, so I, I feel like I'm way more on the nose with my value pick than you are then. Okay, okay. Because okay. you're you're going with a guy who's not in my top 15. I love Chig. I really do. Um in this class with that four five two speed, like the I know he's you know he's he's six foot two and a half, two thirty eight, but he's like thickly built. Like he he reminds me a lot of Delaney Walker, and that's kind of my comp here for him. And with that speed and just like I don't know the potential there, and like he's another guy like he's a solid solid move blocker. Like he, he he's strong enough to hold up at the at, like at the POA. Um, he's I think he can get stronger. Like the length doesn't show up at times, but like. The contact doesn't phase him when he's catching the ball. They'll, they'll use him on screens and shovels, and, like, you can just see that athleticism. Like, he turns into a runner immediately, and he almost feels like a big running back with the ball in his hands. And, like, he's tough to bring down. He's got tough, uh, good vision. And um, that's kind of like this guy that you're coming in, and he's, like, a bit piece, and you're not sure exactly, you know, how much you're going to expand his role. But I, I think if you have a defined role in mind, as, you know, that tight end two, that uh, it's, like, a kind of move – 
you know, your move catch and run dude. Um, I think that's an immediate spot for him. And I feel like there's some upside there where like, he's still kind of like learning like the routes, like he didn't have a very big route tree, but I feel like he's going to just develop into that with athleticism. Um, he's flashing like nice pass pro against, against the Penn state team too. But anyways, the one thing is I wish the hands were cleaner. He's got some, some concentration drops, but like, I I don't love about that. And like, just the lack of length, but, and and like, just like I said, like the raw route running, but the athleticism is there to get better. So I think all the pieces in this class, we're talking, you know, I I have like a late fourth, early fifth round. I'm I'm pretty high on Aquanco, but like there in the fifth round ish, I like, I like betting on this guy. Uh, yeah, well, the Patriots are going to take him in the third round, so have you... <laughs> I'll, I'll instantly disown him if that happens. Uh, I, I'm going with Kate Otten of okay. the Washington Huskies. Yeah. Be, because I think because of the injury, he's been pushed down uh, probably or, or less talked about. So I guess I, I don't totally know where what consensus is on him. And that's why he's my wild card pick. Okay. Because he is a very complete tight end like in this class. Yeah. He has a great combination of blocking ability, underrated route runner, does a really good job finding holes in zone, kind of settling down, being the quarterback's best friend. Great hands. He doesn't do a ton of ton after the catch. He's yeah. not a great, great athlete or anything. He's not going to stretch the field or anything, but really, really good over the middle and in the intermediate. Yeah. Um, just a, uh, a great catch radius, too, and he fights for the football. He, he like... I think he's the type, and, and all as all Washington Huskies tight ends not named Drew Sample are, he's the type that'll go on day three and then he'll carve it a roll for a while. Yeah, um, I think the key is just to underdraft these guys. Yes, <laughs> but no, I agree Correct. with like the route running. Like he's got flexible hips and like quick feet. I think there's a lot of upside there. Like he'll sell sell his breaks well, and I, I just snap him quick too. Uh, strong hands, natural pass catcher. I think, and like you kind of alluded to, like that that technique blocking is there. I think he does have to get stronger. Um, and he's got that, but he's got the frame for he it. Does. Yeah, he does. One thing I do, would like to see is more of like an SOB attitude to him. But, um, one thing I will say, like what throw on the Michigan tape, he did not look bad in pass protection versus, uh, Aiden Hutchinson or David Ajavo, which is like pretty so, fucking interesting to me. So you want to add 60 pounds to him and do a tackle? <laughs> exactly. Better than Jackson Kirkland. I wrote that down. He did a better job on them than Jackson Kirkland did. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think it's just kind of like. Physicality and demeanor, and I think if he brings that, which all the Washington Husky tight ends do, baby, going back to Joel McHale, um, if he brings that at the next level, I think I think he's going to put it together. I, I, that's a good pick for value pick. I just like have him too high for me to choose him there. You know what I mean? But where he yeah. actually is going to go, I think that's a good call. Uh, moving to sleeper, thinking mid to late day three type of guy who maybe becomes a. a uh, I'm not. I'm not thinking starter, but a strong tight end two option. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna throw the name out there. If you don't think it's sleeper, or sorry, or... not sleeper. Uh, my my pick's definitely. I don't think getting drafted. Sorry. Okay. But, yeah. Okay. My guy's getting drafted. I, I went with da- Daniel Ballinger for sleeper. Is that sleepy enough? Yeah. I guess it, it's really what you th- think. Like, is Daniel Bellinger a guy you think's a sleeper to become a starter at some point? Potentially, or like a a, a solid tight end too. Daniel Bellinger's got this, like, the athleticism being what it is. I thought he had the best senior bowl among tight ends. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know Dulcich got all the attention. He, he had a better one than Dulcich. I totally agree. And, and then his work as a blocker in line at San Diego State, who just runs the hell out of the ball. I think it's a good pick. Yeah, I mean, he's got big hands. They're strong. He's, they're over 10 inches. They're strong. Like you said, 
Tested really good. Looks great down to Mobile. Um, you can see the athleticism. Like, he's another guy that turns from a catcher to a runner very athletically. Uh, the quick feed into the routes, the good breaking, and another guy that can pass protect. You know, but then you're not getting a lot of yak there. And it, it, he didn't run a big route tree at all. It was a lot of just, like, flat routes at San Diego State. Um, like, but, like, he, he definitely was an effective blocker. Like, he has some mean. He's got good hands. Um, some I feel like, like, it was a little inconsistent at times. Like, sometimes he, like, he wants and sometimes he doesn't. So I think just, like, turning that motor up a little bit more consistently, which I think he did in Mobile, um, will we'll just help him at the next level. And I think he turns into a good tight end, too. Uh, that that it can be, you know, your, your blocking dude and go out and catch balls, like, with, with good frequency. I'm going with Iowa State's Chase Allen. Okay. That's a sleeper. Okay, that's a good one. Yeah, because I don't think he's going to get drafted. I don't have a draftable grade on him. Yeah, me neither. But he spent his life in Ames as a tight end, too. Yeah. He spent his life in Ames kind of just playing inline, playing H-back, and just being a blocker, and that's all he does. 6'6", 251, has, has the frame to add, I think, 20 more pounds. Yes. Very physical and willing blocker because, again, that's all he really did. Solid solid hands, not going to wow you. Doing, like, but he's, that's not how he's going to make money in this league anyway. But then he tested quite well on mm-hmm. top of that, and I think you're just kind of um, – with a guy like that – He's going to start off as a undrafted tight end three who just comes into block. And I think he'll slowly add weight, become a better blocker. And I think he's got yeah. a long-term career. Yeah, doing that. I think that lean lower half he's got like just limits that power to him. Um, and in an NFL weight room, he's gonna, that's going to be the first thing they work on. And, yeah, I, I definitely can see a path. Like, he's like like a priority kind of free agent to me. Like, I kind of like this class because I think there's a, like dudes you're going to get undrafted that can come in and uh, compete for a spot. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, he, he can block. He can block, and he's like, like you said, the testing was pretty good. I think the hands are like, sure, like not like anything spectacular, but no, I think that the technique is really good. The feet are clean. Um, I, I I like what I like what he, he can offer there. Who's your deep sleeper? Uh, I went with Lucas Kroll. From, from hey, from me Pitt. too. Yeah, I love Lucas Kroll. I mean, Luke, Lucas Kroll is, uh, I think, a crazy person. I have a draftable. I have a decently high grade on him, by the way, but. I, I have a draftable grade on him, all too. Right, all right. Why? Was he not invited to the combine? No. I don't know why. Me neither. 6'6", 253. Um, pro day numbers are, like, he tested extremely well. Yeah. Former pitcher, so he's a little older, too. He's only 24, um, but, though, like, to start the year. Like, that's not bad. That is not bad at all. Okay. That's younger than I I realized. thought he was older, too, and then, like, I saw the age online. I'm like, I swear he was, like, supposed to be 26. But that's what he was listed on the, on the pit roster. I do, yeah. Okay. Anyways, continue. Um, Florida transfer didn't didn't like I even this year at Pitt. Like I don't think he because he's kind of a late bloomer. Who again? He played yeah. baseball first and kind of he had to leave Florida for Pitt to find a starting role. But they didn't even use him overly consistently there. But the, you can see the athleticism on tape, and he I like his demeanor a lot. Like again, he seems yeah. a little crazy. Yeah. Uh. And with that size and that athleticism and his willingness to block, I think there's something there for sure. And I, yeah, I have a draftable on him. You know, he he can get vertical in a hurry. He's a long strider. I think he's gonna be a seam threat. And he can kind of like, you see a couple times where he's winning from the slot and maybe Pickett didn't find him, but um, getting deep from the slot, which I think is interesting. Um, the all the demeanor is there from blocking, and I think the strength is there too. But like. I think he's gonna get there. Like he's got he's got a lot of stuff to clean up. Like like you said, he's kind of a late bloomer, but. I think you can get there with that demeanor and that, like you said, he's, he's a bit of a lunatic. 
Um, I did put my deep deep sleeper again. Okay, let's let's hear it. Uh, Notre Dame College turned FAU tight end Zaire Mitchell because I won't give up. Good guy. Yeah. Th- th- this man just blocked like ten punts at Notre Dame College, <laughs> and I don't I don't know how that translates to the NFL because it didn't. I don't think he translated to FAU, but I don't care. It's my guy. I'll throw I'll throw a deeper sleeper in. How about Notre Dame? Uh, pfft, no, North Dakota State's Josh Babbitts. Yeah, he tested really well. Yeah, I didn't expect that. Another guy blocks too. I didn't expect the testing, and you throw on the tape. There's some big plays there. Um, I feel like he runs like a baby moose. I don't know if that's good or bad, but like then he throw on like the the, the athleticism. See the, the athleticism. Yeah, there's something there to him. Uh, like you said, blocked a lot. Um, I think he's kind of interesting. Um. There's, there's a lot of tall tight ends in there this is. class. There is. might take away. There's a lot of tall tight ends. Well, you, you said your wild card is Kate Auden? Yeah. Yep. Mine, mine is Jalen Weidermeyer. Yeah. <laughs> Jalen Weidermeyer went from maybe being tight end at one. least, yeah. At, one, like, at, some, at, at a lot of points, he was tight end one for a lot of people, yeah. Yeah, and, and being one of the most well-known tight ends in college football, playing – for a high-profile school, being a very reliable pass catcher, very productive, big-time recruit, yeah. checks the checks the box with production size, and then and then like when you really watch the tape, he he's not. I don't like. I don't think anyone ever thought he was like fucking Kyle Pitts or anything. But I think the potential to be uh, maybe a late day three, being that at least a top five ten end, and then the testing, and it's like I you can't draft him. Yeah, I don't have a draft book grade. Yeah, you you can't like the, he's the he's the most unathletic tight end. Like, uh, it, it's bizarre it's how unathletic bizarre. he is. Yeah, it's very bizarre. All like the the Texas A and M guys tested really shitty. Yeah, so I don't know if someone's still gonna draft him, but yeah, that, I just it's crazy. It's crazy how quickly uh, a narrative shifts for for real. I mean, the testing tanks it. I mean. I, the tape itself is it draftable? Yeah, but like it's like you know, mid, it's not like mid to late awesome. day three. No, no. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. But like it, it felt weird. Like this time last year, I feel like people were saying he's he, very athletic. He, he, I swear he was better. In, like the tape was better in twenty 2020 twenty than twenty twenty one. But he never seemed like a super great no. athlete on tape no, or anything. He never did. I remember like when he, we talked to him last summer. Yeah, like he he was more like fundamentally sound. He did a good job, kind of. Using his size to create separation, yeah. Um, yeah. and like more boxing people out than actually separate. He's not like a great route runner or anything. It's kind of laborsome. Um, and then like yeah, he's not a great blocker or anything. No. I don't know. Does, interesting. Doesn't have that demeanor either. Fall. Yeah. Uh, and my best bet was Trey McBride, and yours was uh, Jelani. Jelani Woods, baby. Uh, the king. Um, wow, we're flying through this. Love to see it. Do you want to do top 15? We already talked about this before the show. I'm going to do my ad. Okay. You think. Okay, I'll think. Because, it, AJ, this morning I got up and I put 15 vitamins in my mouth. I swallowed them all in one swallow and it hurt my throat so much. And guess what? Instead of doing that, I could easily have just taken one scoop of Athletic Greens, put it in a cup of water, drank it, enjoyed it with my coffee. Not in my coffee, but at the same time. Is it like one sip of and then chase? I don't know. Yeah. But it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially during cold and flu season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you one 
year supply for free of immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash sports drink. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash sports drink to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutrition. Uh, and Colorcast brought us to you. So thank you, Colorcast, for being a live audio-only sports talk platform that's free to download and to use. Talk to other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. It's perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to breaking news. Share your own experiences on the app by downloading it in the iOS App Store for free, creating a profile, linking your Twitter, and being notified when rooms go live. Uh, let's do 15 just because you have more than 10 draftables and I have more than 10 draftables. Yeah, let's do it. My 15 is not a draftable, though. We already got to that. Uh, number 15 for me, Grant Calcaterra, the Mr. Retired and Back in Action, baby. Uh, I have a couple guys, like, kind of close in, like, my 15, like, 18 range. Like, just, like, just guys who I think will be fun in the camp, but, uh, not draftable. Uh, um, and sorry, is your top 14 all draftable, then? Yeah, yeah. 14 okay. for me is a guy I, w- I would have audible to if I had to give you another sleeper. Could have given him as a deep sleeper. Uh, Virginia Tech's James Metro. I have like a, a late seventh round grade on him. Uh, 13 for me. I got Nebraska's Austin Allen, who's kind of an interesting, tall, good tester too. I got a mid seventh on him. And then we get into my fifth round uh, group of folks here. And number 12 for me is uh, Mr. Reliable Jake Ferguson. Late fifth round grade on him. Uh, 11 for me is Lucas Crawl. Who we talked about late fifth. Uh, my comp is Kobe Parkinson. I threw the comp down for this one. For for who's that for? Lucas Crow. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like there's a Thank bunch you. of Kobe Parkinsons in this class, but he's the first one I wrote down. So I forgot he existed. So thank you. <laughs> Need more Kobe's playing tight end at Stanford. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is Kobe Parkinson in the NFL anymore? Yeah, he's still in the Seahawks. He just can't stay healthy. Oh, he had five catches last year. Congrats. He's been the breakout guy for Seattle for like three years now. That's so cool. They love him. They love him in the Pacific Northwest. Love that for you. Um, 15 for me is Jalen Weidermeyer. Undrafted. 14 for me is Austin Allen of Nebraska. I've got a theory of Austin Allen gains like a bunch of weight and plays offensive tackle. Like, that's pretty interesting. <laughs> Not because he's a he's not a good block like it's not because of that he's not a good blocker, I just think he I think he's too tall. No, he's 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 pretty much six eight. Yeah, yeah. he's really athletic though. He's he's an interesting one. Yes. Uh, 13, 13, I have Chase Allen. All so all three of those guys are UDFAs. Uh, and then my top twelve is all draftable. So twelve, I've got Lucas Krull. Uh, and 11, I've got Grant Calcaterra. Ah, you got an Eric Calki fan. I like it. Well, you know me. I'm an old head. Mm-hmm. All right. right. Pony Express. T- 10 to 5? You ready? Or 10 to 6? I can never get that. I don't know. Who cares? Do whatever you want. All right. All right. I'm going uh, out of order here. Uh, 10, 10 for me. Uh, my favorite. Number one in my heart. Cole Turner uh, from Nevada. I got a late fifth. And I got a Jermichael Finley comp on him. He's, he's an interesting one. Uh, Time out. I also have a Jermichael Finley comp on him. Yes. That's perfect. I'm so glad. Uh, that means he's your tight end one, too. I'm very happy. Nine. Talked about him already. Daniel Bellinger from uh, San Diego State. I'm going to see hockey today. I got a Luke Wilson comp on him. Uh, mid to late fifth round grade. I have a Luke Wilson comp on someone else. <laughs> Eight. I have Charlie Kohler here. Uh, I got an early fifth round grade. He's still a guy I'm not really sure how I feel about. 
And I'm not sure how I feel about Tested super well. Yeah, that's what kind of bumped him up a bit. Uh, and my comp is Tyler Eifert, which is... I have a different Tyler for his comp. Croft. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, there's too many Tylers. Uh, seven is where I got uh, Chico Conquo. Uh, really interesting in him. Um, like I, I got a late fourth, early fifth, and like I said, my comp is Delaney Walker. And uh, six, uh, show favorite, Isaiah Likely. Late hey, fourth me on too. him. Finish your drink. My comp is Gerald Everett. Oh, okay, that's a good one. Uh, ten for me is Jake Ferguson, Barry Alvarez's grandson mm-hmm. from Wisconsin. I'm now realizing I didn't write a comp down. Uh, uh, I'll pull up mine. I don't, I don't, he's like he's a tough one, I think. I might even not even had one. Um, oh, Foster Moreau. Foster Moreau. It's not a, Foster Moreau is more athletic though. Nah. Jeremy Sprinkle. <laughs> Hayden Hurst. Hey. I wanted to comp someone to Hayden Hurst, but I did. I'm just writing it down. I'm done. I'm done. All right. Hayden Hurst. Nine, Cole Turner of Nevada. Oh, oh, sorry. I have a sixth, six, seventh on Jake Ferguson. Cole Turner's nine, fifth round grade, Jermichael Finley comp. Eight, Daniel Bellinger, fifth round grade, John Bates comp, because he's yeah. John Bates. Seven, Charlie Kohler, Iowa State, fifth round grade, Tyler Higby comp. Uh, and six, Isaiah Likely, fourth round grade. Uh, Johnny Smith comp. Rankings are very similar. It's just I like Chig. I think if if you take yeah. out Chig, our rankings would be the same. Maybe it's I th- slightly different order. I think Turner, Bellinger, no. Kohler. I think likely. I I, I Turner, Bellinger, Kohler likely. Yeah, you're right. Weird. Um, yeah. I the the re- I I got Ferguson uh, in my top ten. He just he he's a, I think he's not a great athlete, but he's a smooth route runner. Mm-hmm. He he's physical um, at the catch point. He's physical. He's not great after the catch, but he, he's willing. Um, I wish he was a better blocker for a Wisconsin yeah. tight end. Yeah, that that's kind of what holds me off on him. I I, I think he's fine. Uh, I think it's just yeah. Cole Tur- it's just like yeah. Like I mean, because I, I I think that, like I have him about the same as you. Um, he really is just like kind of like a get in front of them blocker and like doesn't really use his hands, but like. There's some strength with the POA, and like he, he'll, they'll work him on screens. Like you see him like move from a receiver to a runner pretty well, and like I feel like the hands are good. Like when you're throwing to him, he's gonna catch you, and he's yeah. gonna just be a tight yeah. end too, and not gonna be afraid to go into like into the hole to throw his body like to, on blocks too. Like he's yeah, I think for it's fun. Like he's okay. Cole Turner is Cole Turner, super productive, former wide receiver. He blocks like a former wide receiver. Yeah, he's I he's. He's really good in contested catches. He can stretch the field a little bit more down the seam. I, I my problem with him is I just don't think he can play in line, mm-hmm. and like that makes him such a specific player if he can't. Because he's also not like he's not the verse same versatility as an Isaiah Likely no. either. Yeah. So I'm just not sure what to do with him. Yeah, uh, for real. Like he like you're not gonna ever line him up in line. I, and like I don't know if he's like he didn't test very well, so I don't know if he's the, the athlete he's, to, to like play. he's a he's a he's a fine athlete, but he's not a good enough athlete for what he's supposed yeah, to do. Yeah, exactly. But then like you see like the the ball skills, like he was the one hand. Yeah, he's got great catches. ball skills. It's like he he's a red zone mismatch. He's a back shoulder monster. Him and Strong just all day. It's been it's the easiest it's just, money. Uh, it's just so hard to f- project a guy it with is. his skill set mm-hmm. into uh, a like playing time in the nfl just because yeah like you're not gonna play him as a jumbo slot if you're taking him in the fifth sixth round he's not playing it wide he's such a like that you're bus. not 
guy like yeah like he needs a very specific situation yeah no i know I, I... or he needs to learn how to play in line and block yeah um Be- bellinger is just safe i don't know yes very much so. and a shockingly good athlete i think i think we both like you said we both agree really solid senior bowl mm-hmm. um just didn't have a ton of opportunities as a pass catcher at san diego state but it feels like he's gonna stick guy- around for a long time right yeah, like I'm, I'm really, uh, he's very interesting. Kohler doesn't block, has great hands, great reflexes, really solid, more than solid athlete. Um, can make some really highlight real combat catches, but yeah, he just doesn't block, and I, I find his routes really clunky. Mm. Just kind of bumping into yeah, people. Yeah, and... he always does. So like, I remember watching, like you know, we've we've watched him for a few years. At first, like, like, does he do this on purpose? Like, like, is it part of the thing? Just kind of throw guys off balance? But, like, I don't know. Because he also does, like, like he'll initiate the contact in his route, like, forward separation at times, too. Like, it is it's it is clunky, but, like, it might be effective. I really don't know. But he is really effective, like, using his body to box out defenders. Um, like, he, he uses those angles to create leverage pretty well. Um, and, like, he works back to his QB. I think he's just going to be, like... With athleticism and the hands, he's going to be just that guy that, like, comes in um, and catches. Like, when you need a catch, you can go to him. And, like, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. he He's a potential, like, just given the athleticism, the production, the 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 ball skills. Like, if you if you take it slowly with him, and he, I think he really the, – the thing that's going to hold him back is blocking. But don't be surprised if, like, Kohler is, like, weirdly overdrafted is my take. I think that's a good take. Yeah. Uh, likely, likely just not being as great an athlete, yeah. numbers wise, really hurts him because his whole thing is his mismatch athleticism. Yeah. But he has really great. Uh, I I thought flexibility. Like he'll make some great grabs that show off his ball skills, but but also just his ability to go down and get it or go up and get just really flexible guy. He's more of that. Um, that H back like compliment the inline guy, be a jumbo slot moving around like the Johnu Smith style or or you said Gerald Everett. Um, I just worry if when he's playing against NFL athletes, like his athleticism yeah. isn't gonna be some elite trait for him. Yeah, exactly. He's built like that big wide receiver, and yeah, you see the flexibility in him, like the athleticism. Like he, he's contorting away from body, from his body to make catches like back. Um, he's hurtling dudes after the catch, like, and then I, I just like the instincts. I feel like he's a very smart football player. Like he's he's got a good feel for working open with the with, when McCall's scrambling, <clears throat> and like I don't know, like even though he didn't test well, he still like got that instant acceleration after the catch. But yeah, the, the, it just, the thing it, that, that yak is speed. I don't know if that's going to translate. Y- yeah, the the thing that just scares me, with, like like likely Kohler Cole Turner, is if you can't if you don't. Well, at least Kohler played in line. Yeah. But if you didn't really play in line or you can't block, like, I don't know how you're finding a role because you're not going to be some day three tight end who's used as some flexible weapon, especially if you're not some great athlete. So it's just like, yeah. how do these guys find a way onto the field if they're not blocking? Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, okay, one, two, five to one. Yeah, for me, number five is where I have Jelani Woods. I have a mid to late fourth round grade on him. Uh, my my comp is Martellus Bennett. Um, 
Oh, so so the, the I think there's two comps for, for Jelani Woods, and that one that is one of them. That's a good one. I, that's the high comp. I have a low comp, but I don't want to say it in cursive. Uh, four for me is Kate Auden. Uh, mid fourth round grade. I had a hard time finding a comp. I, I stuck a Dennis Pitta comp on him. Uh, three for me, Jerry, Jeremy Rockert from uh, Ohio State. Got early fourth on him. I put a Zach Miller comp on him. And two is Greg Dalsich for me. Uh, Dawson Knox comp. I got a late third round grade on him. And I got Trey McBride one because of the story. Mid third round grade. So no, no second round dudes. No even like top of the third round dudes. And my comp for McBride is uh, Austin Hooper. That's a good one because I also have it. <laughs> uh, five for me is Kate Otten, fourth round grade. Uh, Dalton Schultz comp. Yeah, I saw that one too. I like, I, uh, you can feel it. Yeah. Four Jeremy Rucker, Ohio State, uh, fourth round grade. Zach Miller comp. Hey. Three Greg Dalsich of UCLA, third round grade. David Njoku comp. That's interesting. I saw Knox, like, I, I saw a lot in the Knox. A lot of what? Dawson Knox. Weird. Two, Trey McBride, Colorado State. Holy shit, you Th- put Woods Third one. round. Yeah, I did. Third round grade, Austin it. Hooper comp. One, Jelani Woods, tight end Virginia. Third round grade, Mercedes Lewis comp. I just I kept uh, every time I watch him I bump him up a little a little a little and it's just like he's a freak show athlete he's so big I loved what he's doing after the catch throwing the fucking pick game just or dominating Illinois and then I was like you know what I love this guy so much what's the diff- like he, he was gonna be top like a top Woods McBride and Dulcich are all really close for me mm-hmm. and I was like I'd rather just claim him that's my guy Fair whatever yeah. if I'm wrong no one no one's firing me. We barely make any money doing this, so who cares? <laughs> it wasn't your best bet though, so I feel like I like him more than you do. I'm claiming him. No, that that was that was a smart play, so you can hold that against me now. <laughs> um, yeah, the top guys aren't like too far away from. I don't know, like all, like I'm McBride and Dalsich in the third, but then Rocker at early four. Like it's not, it's not a big gap. Um, and I have no idea how these guys can get drafted. Like, I don't know where, and I don't know what order. Uh. I- how many tight ends do you see going on day two? Assuming none go on day one, for the love of God. I don't know. Three. Three. McBride, Dulcich, and Rockert. Yeah. I, I, I can see Charlie going before Jelani Woods. I'll throw that out there. Who's your low comp for Jelani Woods? Just tell me. Kobe Fleener. You already mentioned him. Kobe, hey, Kobe Fleener's, like, that's a... That's a productive p- career. Look, I'll take I, it. You, you, you just had more bravery than me putting Woods one. I wanted to. I just couldn't do it. Um, we talked on. We talked Rucker. Did we talk all these guys? I think so. Yeah, there's not a lot of guys to talk about. Um, who do you think's the first tight off the board? Like, if you, I, I think yeah. it's, I think it's McBride. McBride just to me. Because the the key has the skill set that the the NFL is gonna have a better idea of how to use him yeah. than Dalsich, or or maybe, maybe not just saying generally the NFL, but more teams will know what to get out of, what they get out of McBride versus Dalsich. Yeah. That's why I think that I like the Njoku comp on Dalsich. Like they the Browns still don't know how to use Njoku. They don't, it's... and they just franchised him. And it's like yeah, because like the flashes are there, but they don't know how to use them. 
And it's like, McBride's just going to be Austin Hooper, who's not that good. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Browns, tight ends, turn Titan. Um, but, like, he's going to put up 500, 600 receiving yards every year as, like, your fourth, third or fourth option in the passing game. He can play on rundowns. Yeah. Uh, he's going to be great in the locker room. Yeah, um, yeah I don't know. And first, I'm, but the thing about Jelani Woods, AJ, is he's got Pro Bowl potential. Hey, I I gave him the most lofty comp, so. Um, that is true. Dude, what, what, who's their tight end class next year? Michael Meyer? Is that, is yeah. he, he's eligible then. Yeah. Ma- is that who we're getting all jazzed up about, and then he'll run a 5-5 five, five and it won't matter? Yeah, probably. But Bowers, Bowers is the real, the real deal. The year later. Um. Who else? I thought there was another freak show tight end. Did uh, I make that up? No, maybe. Oh, no. They're all on Georgia. I forgot. Oh, yeah. Um, um, I'm just trying to kill time to reach an hour, but I don't think we can do that's this. A, no, no, no. I don't think that's possible. Um, damn, that's... We just have a lot to say about tight ends. Uh... I want to hear more, more, more Chico Conquo takes from you is what I want right now, Rob. I just didn't really speak on it that much. I just, I didn't think he's another guy where I just don't know what to do with him. Yeah. So I, I don't like, t- yeah. I don't like tight ends who, who like he's built like a fullback. Yeah. Is he Marcel Reese? Um, that's my comp now. Um, the drops, the, yeah. he's just very, he's so raw in the drops and it's just like, I'm not betting on him on day two, and if I'm taking him on day three, I just don't think he's going to be able to hit the field very soon into his NFL career because the combo of the drops, and he just kind of raw as a route runner. And I feel like I, he I would think be you're a right fun that, like that, to get to Miami. The, poten- just to the potential's there uh, as a blocker, and like he the, the size is weird. I kind of like the idea of making him be... Like the way we've we're moving Connor Hayward to fullback a hundred percent, I kind of like that thought there. Mm. Just a really athletic for obviously this is a team like you just said with Miami, uh, a team that actually utilizes the fullback in the passing game. Like I think he'd be a, a really interesting player there because then you're gonna get uh, even more mismatches. Like being that tight end too, who can move around a little bit. And be your fullback in quotation marks potentially. Yeah. I I just yeah I don't know that that's that's my issue with a lot of these tight ends. I don't know what to do with them. Yeah. I don't know how they find a a role in the NFL uh, early on. And, and if their thing is pass catching, like if you're drafted in the sixth round, like again the the offense isn't scheming you touches out of the slot. Yeah, no, that's true. Unless you're a freak show in terms of like size, athleticism, and pass catching ability, like. It's hard to be a tight end in the NFL who can't play in line who can't block. Unless, like Mike Gesicki is a good example. Mm-hmm. He's so big, so athletic, and has such great ball skills. And the draft capital was used on him to justify yeah. making it happen. So that's kind of the situation you need to be in to be that type of dude. Like Gre- Greg Dulcich is kind of the only guy in this group, and he he's not a horrific blocker. But he's the only guy in the group I can see being taken high enough to be given the keys to doing that type of thing early in his career. And, and the guys who don't, I just have a hard time finding a way on the field, which means I have a hard time with you finding uh, a roster spot. Uh, you're very mean to these tight ends is what I'm thinking here. Not not Jelani, though. 
Uh, no, not Jelani. Uh, there's not a flaw in this game. Tell me what this flaw is. I can't find it. Because <laughs> I was even going to say, like, you know, like, like same idea with, like, Mark Andrews with, with Mike Gusecki. Where, like, he was that, you know, that big slot guy at Oklahoma. Didn't really block very well. Um, didn't test like he should have. Like, he had a solid 40, but other than that, everything else was kind of shitty. I remember that being the talk about. That kind of knocked him down my board for me. And then, like, the point you're trying to make, they took him in the third round. And he's turned out to be one of the best tight ends in the league. It's it's a tricky spot. It's a tricky position. Um, realistically, where do you see Jelani Woods being drafted? I why wasn't he invited to the Senior Bowl? Yeah, I don't know. I going through this. Why was Grant Calcaterra at the Senior Bowl? Well, that's you know Jim believes in second chances. That's true. That's a really good point. Um, I know I thought about that a lot for a lot of these guys, but then like. I don't know. I would have said, like, oh, you know, before the Super Bowl, bring Jelani instead of Daniel Bellinger. But Bellinger paid off. Okay, but, but, but how about this? They called up Trey Berry yeah, that was... when Jeremy Rucker got hurt. They called up Trey Berry, the Boston College uh, tight end who transferred from Jacksonville State. Yeah. And he's, like, he's a kind of an interesting priority free agent. But they called him up. Meanwhile, Jelani Woods is this, had a great year. A lot freak of show. Options, yeah. And on top of that, Everything I heard, like, Jelani Woods was one of the best players of the East-West Shrine game, too. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe is Jim's blind spot tight ends? Uh, yep. Yep, exactly. Um, <laughs> Woods is, like, obviously just, like, how fast is this going to come together? Um, how good of a blocker can he be? And, like, here, I'll, I'll give you one, like, specific little thing that I noticed. Um, his feet are kind of slow. Obviously, he's a long strider, eats ground, so that's fine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the get off, like coming out of the, his stance, I found it like to be pretty inconsistent, and like he's kind of imbalanced off the line. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, no, I, I, I it, it, I kind of, I feel like there, there are things like where you don't necessarily see his start being. Like, his start isn't as athletic as yeah. you would hope for a guy with a 10 ras. Yeah, but then with that height, but you then, can eat up space so quickly. Yeah, like, the more the more I watch him, the more I was like, ah, this is less of a problem. Yeah. Um, who is that? Oh, Derek Dees, what do you think? Oh, yeah, he's one of the... My guy gets drafted? Yeah. He's one of the interesting... There's a lot of, like, yeah, Derek Dees, Nick Muse, I think, is kind of interesting. He tested well. Uh, Trey Barrier, you mentioned. Yeah. Um, oh, you know who, who are three tight ends next year? Who's that? I forgot. Josh Josh Wiley went back to school. Oh, yeah. Wiley's going to be an interesting one. Sam Laporta. Oh, Laporta. Right. Iowa. Yeah. Isaac Rex. And Isaac, the goat Rex, baby. Also, I think Marshawn Ford's in, like, his seventh year at Louisville. Yeah, I'm, I'm not buying the Marshawn Ford stock. I'm sorry. Uh, Please do. <laughs> what about Xavier Gaines? Yeah, I love Xavier Gaines, but also not buying that stock. All right. How high is you Michael know. Meyer going to go? Why are we talking about next year? <laughs> Michael Myers going to go. My, but see, I don't know. Like, because we haven't actually sat down and watched the tape. I can't be like, Michael Myers can't miss tight end one. A couple drops, I think, just from watching games live. I don't know. Um, who do you think ends up having the best single season in this entire class? Are you going to bet on Jelani Woods? Yeah. Jelani's going for a 1,000 his rookie year. <laughs> okay. It's good. It's Kyle Pitts 2.0. You said that, I'm pretty sure. News better than Kyle Pitts. He's heavier. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's, that's a good spot to lie. Um, all right. Offensive tackles next episode. You ready? Uh, yeah. Jelani Woods could play offensive tackle, too, if you had seven. <laughs> yeah, points. every tight end in this class could play offensive tackle. No. Not Chig. 